Hi everyone, this is Georgiana with a new episode of Employer Branding, the Inside Podcast. Today we're tackling a topic that's, I would say initially employer branding related, but I would say in the end it's related to every aspect of our everyday life, and that is storytelling. And I'm super excited to be talking to Mark Carpenter today. Mark is a myriad of things. He's an author, a consultant, a trainer. He's a speaker at Mindset Strategic Leadership, but above all, he is a storytelling expert. And I'm super keen on hearing what he has to say with regards to integrating storytelling in our everyday lives and in our business professions as well. Mark, welcome on this podcast. Thank you so much for accepting to talk to me. Thank you, Georgiana. It's my privilege and pleasure to be here. Awesome. So, Mark, why did you choose, in the end, storytelling as a career? You say on LinkedIn that you've switched between three careers. Why settle for this one? You know, it's interesting. It kind of chose me. Um, I My first careers were in public relations and marketing communications with, mm-hmm. uh, with the bank for 10 years and in, in high tech and software uh, for, for 10 years. And then I got into facilitating and, and training and teaching. And storytelling became a very natural part of that. Uh, I actually helped a, a friend co-author a book about six years ago, and uh, then I, I was thinking, I need to write my book. What's my book? And I was talking to my wife about it. And she said, oh, you need to write a book about how stories, how you can turn everyday experiences into stories that, that teach important principles. Exactly. My first reaction to that was, no, nah, that's, not a, that's not a book. And I started asking other people about it, and they got really excited about it, too. And I thought, well, maybe there's something there. So in a way, it was something that I'd done fairly naturally. But then I got into the, the details around the research of the book and found out that it, it's very scientific as well as artistic in, in terms of using stories to teach, lead, sell, and inspire. You know what? I, I actually also started reading your book about two, three days ago, and I'm finding a lot of examples that are super, super useful for my career. And I will actually, uh, if, if time's, time allows it, I will read one of the ones that were the most inspiring to me from your book. However, what, what I really also really enjoyed was this um, homo fictus idea according to which man is essentially a creature that lives through and for telling stories. And I have to say that the, the first time I, uh, I read about this term, another book came to my mind, which is called The Storytelling Animal, which I read many, many years ago when I started with content marketing. But then I, I, I'm really curious, is this your idea, Homo Fictus? Is it someone else's idea? Yeah, that's that 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 phrase. That term is is, is actually someone else's idea. Got it. But we are we we just as people we, we love stories because we live stories. Our, our our lives really are just a collection of the experiences and the stories that, that that we have, and so it's very natural for us to connect through story. Uh, we we started speaking to each other much longer uh, before we started writing. And, and so this this idea of storytelling is really very naturally built into us as human beings. You know, Mark, I have worked in marketing for quite a while now. It's going to be 10 years, maybe 11 very soon. So I've learned it through my area of activity, how important storytelling is in the economy of a brand. You know, every good product has a solid story behind it. Every successful founder is going to pitch you a very emotional story is going to share a very emotional background that brought them there. 
but I'm I'm still finding out that it's super underestimated. Storytelling is still very understated in business. Why do you think that happens? Yeah, I, and I think it's because we've somehow gotten into the habit of of thinking storytelling is is light. It's 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 too fluffy. And so we spend a lot of time working on statistics and, and data and, and information and features and benefits and lists of things. And we don't realize that we've, we're losing connection with people as we do that. Now, certainly those things are important. It's important to have data. It's, it's important to have uh, features and benefits. But at the same time, if we can tell the story of what those mean to people, that's what's really connecting. Mm -hmm. That's what connects us as individuals. And people want to work with people that they can connect to, Absolutely. that they feel connected to. And particularly, you know, in, in terms of, of branding a, a company or, or branding yourself as you're, as you're trying to join a company, it's the stories that you tell that will really connect you to other people or you feel like you want to work with each other. I totally agree. But how is storytelling like a lollipop for your brand, brain? I really enjoyed this expression. Yeah, that's, that, that's, a, that's a phrase we use because just think about, and it could be a lollipop, it could be anything. I, I had dinner with my two sisters last night and we went out afterwards and had some ice cream. And just think about how satisfying that, that lollipop or that ice cream mm -hmm. is for mm -hmm. you. Well, part of it's because of a physiological reaction that happens within you. Well, stories are the same way. There is a physiological reaction that we get when we hear a good story. I agree. Mm -hmm. And that's what connects us. In fact, there's research done by uh, Dr. Paul Zak at Claremont Graduate University, where he has identified three chemical reactions that we get when we hear stories. The first one is oxytocin. Mm -hmm. the, and we can relate to the characters in the stories. We can relate to that, that person who's telling us their experience. We get an increase of oxytocin which actually increases our trust with the other person. And then when we hear some level of conflict or risk that comes up in a story, we will get an increase in cortisol, which heightens our attention, makes us really want to know what's going to happen. Because we've already cared about the other person with the increase of oxytocin, we care about what's going to happen to them. So we want to know what's next. And then when that story comes to a satisfying resolution, we get an increase in the neurotransmitter dopamine. And that's really where it becomes like a lollipop to the brain because dopamine gives us a feeling of satisfaction, a sense of completeness. We get a little sense of dopamine every time we check something off our to-do list or when you've leveled up on a, on a video game. And when those things happen, we get that ah, kind of satisfying feeling. Yes, That's what happens when you hear a good story. Indeed, indeed. And you know what? I, I work a lot with professionals in the IT industry here in Berlin, and I'm still connected to Romania, where I come from. And I've discovered that it would be so much easier for companies to recruit better, to recruit more effectively if they made use of, of storytelling, you know? But they have such a hard time leveraging, leveraging it and using it to its full potential. Why do you think this happens? I, I think part of it is, is what I mentioned earlier is that we don't think of it. We don't, we don't think about it or we discount our own experiences as good stories to teach, lead, sell, and inspire. Sometimes we think, Oh, that's just something that happened to me. It's not that important, but really it, it's, it's in those everyday ordinary experiences that the extraordinary comes out. Mm 
Mm-hmm. People want to hear things they can relate to. And I, and I totally agree with what you're saying, Georgiana, that, that we miss an opportunity when we're trying to recruit and promote our, our company. If we can tell the story of what it looks like, instead of, in, in, for example, instead of just giving a list of here's your job descriptions, if you can tell someone, here's an example of what a day looks like mm-hmm. for the person with this exactly. job mm-hmm. and tell some of the ups and downs, some of the challenges that they'd face, but some of the great things they'd be able to accomplish in that position. That's inspiring to people. That's going to make people want to come work for you more. Indeed. By the same token, if I'm trying to get a job with your company, if, if when you ask me, how would you handle this type of situation? If I can share with you a story of an experience where I actually handled one of those types of situations, that makes me more memorable. And, and that's going to, to, again, connect me to you. So you will remember me more and likely hire me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we've made that connection. Indeed. It's maybe hard to to measure its impact on the business, and perhaps this is why people are reluctant to using it to its full potential. Would you say there are tangible results that one can see in the business when they make effective use uh, of storytelling? And in what areas do you see it mostly applied in one's business? Yeah, and and so to answer your your first question first, yeah, it it is really hard to measure. It's hard to put a tangible causation uh, on right. on storytelling being effective. There, there's a lot of examples of correlation where uh, storytelling has been effective to teach, lead, sell, and inspire. Now, the, there are some, some great research uh, studies that have been done that show the impact of storytelling. Uh, one in particular that I, that I think of uh, showed that storytelling not only made information more memorable mm-hmm. and made people remember it more accurately, but it also led people to feel that the information was more credible. Right. So there's some research about the impact overall of storytelling. So that uh, again, there's it, it's really hard to put data and, and figures around it, but there's a lot of anecdotal evidence of the power and strength of of, uh, of storytelling. Uh, your second question was around where is it most useful, exactly. and I, I really think that any place that you're trying to teach, lead, sell, and inspire, those are kind of the the four categories that that we that we put together. The one that was a little more startling to me as we got into this was in selling. But we have a lot of clients in the sales realm who use storytelling to not just describe, here's what our product is, but here's the impact our product can have. And the, the reaction that we typically get from salespeople is, I feel like now I can sell more effectively without coming across as salesy, like I'm trying to push something. And, and so it really is is more into relationships. So really any place you're trying to build relationships with other people, storytelling can have a powerful impact. I actually uh, related quite a lot to the statement in your book that if you're ever surrounded by people, if you ever work with people in whatever department you're working, be it IT, let's say generally, you are in sales. I agree 100%. 100%. Very true, yep. Very, very well put. And um, because time allows for it, I would like to to quote or to read one of the examples that you gave in your book. And that was to me really, really fascinated, fascinating. And the example is about Alan, who worked for 10 years in marketing communications for a bank and he and who decided to go work in IT. Right. To me, this 
this seemed fantastic. How someone who worked his whole life in, in banking can go uh, apply for a job in, in IT. And so the first question Alan gets is, I see you've worked your entire career in banking. What makes you think you can be successful in high tech? Well, yeah, it's expected to get that sort of a question. And so Alan goes ahead and says, part of my last two jobs at the bank was taking complex information and making it understandable for people who were not as close to the topics. For example, I took information on a complex regulation and put it in terms that employees could understand and explain to their customers. I also helped introduce a new technology the bank was adopting by writing the letter that went to customers in language that was clear and non-technical. And I think I could do the same for your company. Take some of the complex technology and help people understand what it means to them. This, in my, in my opinion, was just mind-blowing. And it's exactly how one should tackle an interview in the end. Yeah, that, that, that's one of the most powerful places I think that you can use storytelling. And again, it's, it's not storytelling just like, let's invent a story. It's yeah. taking your real life experiences and crafting them in ways that actually taps into that brain chemistry that we talked about earlier so that you can make a connection with people, not in a manipulative way, but, re but really connect as people and really get your message across in a way that's more clear more memorable mm -hmm. and actually easier to understand you know as, as content marketers and recruitment marketers we have to work a lot on creative recruitment marketing campaigns on job ads uh, landing pages and so we we have to find ways of integrating company stories into our work all the time and this is why we try to find inspiration me and my colleagues everywhere we try to go to museums have dinner go see movies, but I find that some people still are sometimes very story dry, you know, if I can say so. Where would you advise one to find impactful stories and then integrate them into their daily lives? Yeah, the, the best way that I can counsel people to find experiences that can be turned into good stories is to look for anything that you have an emotional reaction to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that emotional reaction could be, oh, that was very funny, or that was a little scary, or that upset me, yes. or that made me super happy. Uh, any of those emotional reactions have the potential for a story that could teach, lead, sell, and inspire. Because if you had an emotional reaction to it and you can convey that to other people, and you can make the connection to the learning point from that reaction then it's a story that you can use to teach, lead, sell, and inspire. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll give a quick example. Uh, I, I have 10 grandchildren, and I have a four-year-old and, and two-and-a-half-year-old grandson and granddaughter who live close to me. When they come to my house, they love to play hide-and-seek. I don't know if that's an international game. It seems like it, it would be for all children, yeah. right? So they would count, they would want me to hide. Well, they always looked in the same places. And I decided one time I would just stand in a corner of a room. And I just stood in the corner. Well, they didn't look there because they were looking all the other places that they normally looked. They must have run by me three or four different times before I started laughing and then they, then they turned around and saw me. And I thought, and I had just a, it was just a funny moment. It was a funny experience, but I thought, okay, what's the principle there? And if you think about how we try to solve problems in our work, we look in the same places all the time. 
And sometimes we don't broaden our field enough to see, oh, the problem's right there behind me. I just wasn't looking there. So sometimes we just need a different perspective to help us see a problem in a place that we normally wouldn't look. Now, that's a super simple story. And it was just a funny incident that I had in my life. But because I was looking, I'm always looking for stories that stood out to me as, oh, there's a principle that we can teach there that actually applies to business. Exactly. Do you think storytelling is a skill that good leaders should possess? I think it's a skill and like any skill, it can be developed. Uh, think about any skill that, that you've developed, that, that you've worked on. And uh, did, Georgiana, I'll, I'll start with you here on, on podcasting. The first time that you did a podcast, did you feel like you were perfect at it? Oh, far from that. Yeah. And so what did it take to get better? I'm sure it took practice. Yes. It probably took mm-hmm. getting feedback from somebody, learning from other people, yes. reading about it, getting coaching. I don't know. Maybe you took a class. But like any other skill, it is something that can be developed. Uh, we, As I did the research for the book, I, I know I've told stories all my life. But as I did the research for the book, it helped me become more deliberate and intentional in the way that I tell stories, in the way that I look for stories. And so it is a skill that I, I think can be developed by anyone. That really got me thinking. And actually, before we reach the end of, of this amazing discussion, I was wondering if there are any other concrete tips that you can give to anyone for improving their stor- storytelling skill set. Yeah, the, the, the first one would be make sure that you're clear on what your purpose of the story is before you start it. Uh, a lot of times people, well, we're used to telling experiences uh, as stories around the dinner table. I think you mentioned that earlier, just in casual conversation with people. And in that, in that situation, the intent really is just to connect and, and engage and to have fun. But if we are telling stories to teach, lead, sell, and inspire, we want to be really clear on the point that we're trying to make before we start that story. People who don't do that tend to wander around in this story, share details that may not be relevant or important, and so they don't get to a clear point. So uh, it, it's a principle that was introduced by Stephen Covey in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Begin with the end in mind. Begin your story with what your intent is to actually teach lead seller inspire at the end of that and that will make you more effective in the way you craft your story because you'll leave out things that aren't important and you'll emphasize the things that are important in that story right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. mark how can people reach you how can they purchase your book master storytelling the the book itself is available through amazon and it's available internationally we we get international uh purchases every month. I just uh, finished looking at our at our month end. Um, you can also connect with me through our website, which is master-storytelling.com. So it has a little dash in between master and storytelling, master-storytelling.com. Mm-hmm. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Uh, you can look up my name, Mark Carpenter, or you can look up Master Storytelling on LinkedIn and the same on Facebook. Uh, we, we put out tips every week on on our Facebook page and we put out articles or stories every week on, on LinkedIn just to connect people and to help people see this is a skill that they can use and that can be effective in their efforts to accomplish their goals. 
Mm -hmm. I can definitely recommend this book. I started reading it about two, three days ago. It's very inspiring. It's got super useful examples. I highly recommend it to everyone who's in business or not. Mark, thank you so much for, for talking to me. It's been super useful. Very nice meeting you. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much, Georgiana. It's been my pleasure to be with you. This was Employer Branding, the Inside Podcast. You can find our podcasts on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and content on employer branding-related themes on employerbranding.tech. Until the next time, stay tuned. Bye.